0: Hello and welcome back to our podcast, you're listening to Asia, Niv and Manasi on Reasoning with Prejudice, where we will debate, discuss and overthink topics that are sometimes meaningful, sometimes lighthearted, but always interesting. And you don't even have to give us a penny for our thoughts. For our second topic, we're going to be discussing
1: soulmates. Do they actually exist? And are we ever going to meet them? I think it'd be like a, it's a nice thought that soulmates exist, you know what I mean? Like someone,
0: like a perfect puzzle piece that you fit in with. I think, I think it's not a nice thought to have because if you do believe in soulmates, then you're believing that there is only one person that you're like completely compatible with. And I think that's really scary because what if you never meet? There'll be bad relationships for the whole of your life. I guess Mm. I'm somewhat in the middle.
1: I don't know if it's yes or if it's no. If there's more than one I was just saying, Aisha, you said like it'd be scary, but what about what if it's like ninety-nine percent compatible? That's still pretty good, right? Or like eighty percent.
0: Yeah, I guess. But I think if you believe in soulmates, um at some point you're gonna figure out that there's this one percent that is not compatible with the person that you're with. And it you Mm. might ruin something good because you wanna find that perfect person. And you don't think it's worth the time to work on that 1% with another person? Interestingly, it can
2: also work the other way if you ask me. If you think someone is your soulmate, you think, this is my soulmate. I'm not going to do any better. What if they're abusing you and you just think, this is my soulmate? How do you know if that's your soulmate though? Exactly, we will never know. And there were a couple of BuzzFeed quizzes and other quizzes to see nine reasons how you know that you found your soulmate. What kind of questions did they ask? It's like, you should never doubt them. And one interesting thing was, you communicate without even speaking.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was telepathy.
2: And, mm. and another one was saying how they're always by your side and you always fight, but you always know that there's a deeper con- connection between you. Mm. Is this idealistic? When I fight, I struggle to see the other person's perspective are going to be thinking there's a deeper connection between us
1: no but you will know the next day right mm-hmm. when yes. you them there's
2: two types of beliefs about soulmates so one is you're you're kind of believing that you're destined to be with the one like what Manasi said and then the next belief is that you grow into being someone's soulmate so even if you were to completely different people you as you progress in
1: that relationship they become your soulmate I think the second one is so scary though like you spending all this time with this person just hoping that they'll become your soulmate and in, in the end if they just don't it's like all those years just wasted down the drain that's with any relationship yeah. though no but when um, when it's like when you think it's going to be a soulmate you have like higher expectations
2: point about the belief is that you grow into the soulmate you don't really think at the beginning
0: of the relationship oh this person is my soulmate okay so if you have one soulmate and um, that's for your personality right but um if your personality constantly changes over time would like perfect soulmate change over time as well like you have a different soulmate for each Yeah, maybe or also what if the soul change with you well that's a
1: nice idea actually wouldn't that be a bit suffocating as well though with the idea of soulmates, I feel like they'll just always be there with you, which is nice in theory. It's needing someone to complete, like, you know the phrase, your other half, mm-hmm. needing some other person to complete you. I That just feels a bit, I don't know, overwhelming. I
0: actually, I actually looked up the people describe um, soulmates as, and it's not what um, the person who completes you it's the person who allows you to complete yourself
2: oh damn
0: <laughs> that's a good way to put it that, um, like Manasi said uh completing
2: yourself that it's interesting to mention that um a couple of years ago I was um listening to this podcast and they were talking about um the theory of Plato so that's when um other half better half completing uh, yourself came about I mean it could have been originated from cultures like Hinduism or Christianity, but Plato put it in uh, words um, in his story called Symposium. So he said that when humans were like first born, they had four, four hands each and four um, legs each, and they had one head with two faces. They thought that they could defeat the gods. So Zeus got angry and he split them. They were like suffering a lot. And then Apollo uh, attached them in a very emotional way. and all throughout their life these two halves are on a journey to find each other
0: wow that's actually sweet but if you think about it like you're trying to find yourself yeah it's a bit creepy but also it's sweet in the sense
2: that you are actually made for each other made to find each other
1: it'll be so frustrating if you don't actually find that person though (laughs) and what if the person dies you're just like searching for nothing then what if the person is like i know we had this discussion once what if the person's like 80 years old when you're 17 or something
2: yeah but according to plato's theory they're made when you're made so they should be like the just, exact same age
0: that's like same old. birthday
2: so maybe <laughs> most people give up before they find their other half as plato says and they settle and marry with the people they don't
0: really care about well mm-hmm. i'm sure they care about them just not as much as they would their soulmate which is scary because you don't actually know if you could care about someone if you could love someone more than whoever you're with at that moment do we all believe in soulmates i don't just because i think like i've seen people being in love with different people and different periods of their life and i think that is what makes you
2: happy at that perfect match for you or one potential perfect match, but I don't ever believe that any of us actually meet this person. This person could have lived in any time period, in any dimension. They could be living in the 16th century and the odds of you actually meeting the perfect person for you is
1: pretty, pretty low. I believe things when I see them. That's the same how I felt about God. Like I'll, I'll only believe it if I see something that shows that he or she actually exists that's the same with soulmates like the idea of it sounds pretty nice it sounds very ideal but unless i actually see it happening or it happens with me i don't think i'm ever gonna fully believe it this is a very um gossipy topic manasi don't
2: you think your parents are soulmates <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how to answer that I well, hope they are. You only believe something you would see. So you see your parents every day. be Fair. I think they are. Like so, if you sounds... shouldn't believe
1: in soulmates, then I'm... I know. <laughs> <but it's, laughs> this is. I'm watching it from third person perspective. Oh, the right. only people I know who are that perfect. I don't know anyone else. Like, whenever has flaws. Baby, mine, Monica and Chandler are
2: perfect. Fight me on this, honestly. <laughs> I think Monica overshadows Chandler a lot, you know? No,
0: I don't think so. I think Chandler's, yeah. like, so funny and, like, upbeat. He, like, throws jokes, like...
2: Monica is high maintenance, and Chandler loves to maintain her. That makes sense. <laughs> this is a different question, but kind of related. What do we think about people when they say that they found their
1: soulmate?
0: Cringe. Uh, just cringe, and it's also, like, a question, it because I'm
1: just... Yeah they feel the need to say it they're seeking for validation or some sort of yeah validation from an external source whether it's social media or a friend that they're talking to i don't know it's just see is it validation though in weddings in
2: weddings yeah. uh and their vows they say you're my best friend you're my soulmate." Is that, that one they enjoy everything they feel everything all at once and then as as time goes
1: on it burns out. The passion burns out. The love. for me to have couples post and you're like, forever, always together. I couldn't imagine life without you. <laughs>
2: yeah, That's all. Especially when I see people in year 10, in year 11, like when we were thinking, do you really think that you found your soulmate at, what, 14?
0: <laughs> it does happen. Like, we shouldn't. Disparage people who say that because at the time they that's probably what yeah. they think. Like they don't know anything else, so it's not like I know. So yeah, they probably do yeah, think that yeah. chances of
2: you marrying or ending up with your first love is is really slim. It, it it might it happens,
0: but I've never seen it happen. Have you? I think my pet, well, not like fourteen, a bit older, but it happened with my parents.
1: Yeah, happened with my parents as well, to be fair.
2: It did not happen with my parents. (laughs) But I don't know, it just feels like, you know, the people who call themselves soulmates and then fall in love. And at the beginning of the relationship, it's all very intense and it's very easy to love the person because that's the honeymoon period.
0: And so are you categorising people who call their other half their soulmate as people who whose love will burn. No out. no no,
2: obviously not. <laughs> but like if I'm 14 and I'm in love with someone and we're in a relationship and then I keep thinking, oh my god he's my soulmate. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Every day I keep thinking that it's gonna fade out. It's all very intense. At the beginning of every relationship, you think you're the luckiest person there. You think you're so happy with them, you think you're meant to be with them, because that's the beginning of every relationship. You're not yet revealed to the dark side, all the flaws, you don't have time to know all that, so everything seems perfect.
1: Not necessarily though, Like even though people say we're soulmates, I think they're still aware of the reality. I think it's more like despite your dark side, despite your reality, I still think we're soulmates. I mean, if someone was that idealistic or, I don't know, that optimistic, it just seems very foolish to me. If, if people do think that way, then I'm a bit worried.
2: I think people do. Um, maybe you don't. I never would because I'd always be skeptical saying, yeah. I'm, I'm being clouded by this overrush of emotions. I need to slow down. Like, I need to, I think it, it's like a balance. So when, when you find someone's flaws or when you fight with them and you disagree something, you think back, uh, even unconsciously, you think back, Does all the good times I've had with this person, is it worth going through this rough patch? If If the answer is yes, then you stay together. If the answer is no, then you break up.
1: I think no one's in the middle of a fight. No one's going to say yes, but like after a day or two. Yeah. In Brooklyn Nine Nine, Amy says, "Oh yeah, if if you don't want kids,
2: we're done. I need time to find some other person." In the
0: heat of the moment, actually, I think it was she was thinking logically. Um, I think if she would have thought about it more, she would have been clouded by her like, I know her love for Jake, and she would have thought, "Okay, I love him. Maybe let's just make it work." But in the heat of the moment, she was thinking like the most clearly. I think. Yeah, maybe. But, but I just think. I think that was fair of her, though.
1: Because she was kind of putting it up front instead of leading him on. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's telling him, this is what I want. And if you're not okay with it, you need to tell me right now.
0: Or, like... Yeah, it'd be unfair on either of them if they're stuck in a relationship. And one of them is going to be unhappy because having children is, like, such a... It's, like, such a big decision. It's such a big thing. Like, you thought about that for quite a while. And... if one person in a two-person relationship is unhappy about that decision. It's a deal-breaker. No, no, like... yeah. No, yeah. I, I
2: get that. I get that she came to the conclusion because I probably would have to if there's a deal-breaker like that. But my question is, how how did she come up with that solution so quickly? Like, just some time to think about it because my opinions and my desires are important But the relationship I've had with that person is also important. I can't just sacrifice one for the other instantly.
0: But it's not her, like, sacrificing their relationship. It's her thinking, well, if we don't want the same things, then our relationship is going to be doomed from the offset because one of us is going to, like, have, I don't know, like, the other person, like, subconsciously. And it kind of, it just puts their marriage in, like, a a bad setting yeah I agree but, but like, take away that yeah
1: I think I agree with Niv as well because um it's like if you hear your partner saying that you know we're done like this is a deal breaker and they're putting some other hypothetical life above what they have with you right now I- I'd be pretty hurt mm-hmm. like it'll be very damaging to hear someone say that I don't know how Jake got over it yeah
2: if, if I don't want kids and my partner wants kids convince me talk to me don't just throw me away I might want kids and I just haven't realized that yet give me the benefit of the doubt and if we've talked about it and then it's still not working out then you're free to go away
1: yeah I think divorce should be kind of not the last option but it shouldn't be your first option in any fight yeah also like individual preference who gets hurt by saying what Jake seemed pretty okay with it at the end and I guess that's why they work, because they fit in well with each other. They know exactly what the other person means.
2: Or in the future, what if Jake realized he didn't really want to have kids, and he just said that because he did, he was so afraid of losing Amy. That could wait. Have... What are our deal breakers? Deal breaker would be them not having the same intellect or as me, because. I just hate it when I have to get
0: someone up to speed with me. Can I know, Niv, I know that.
1: <laughs> You've said that so many times. Like, it's ingrained I mean, in I my have, brain.
0: <laughs> I have easier when you're having a conversation with someone and they kind of automatically know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. friends that I on myself with are
2: majority of the people. They can, like, they, they're, they have the same wavelength as me.
0: Yeah. So, horrible deal breaker for me I like not not the fact that they did it but the fact like why they did it it's it just means that they don't you know they don't love yeah, me as I much mean as...
2: obviously cheating is cheating is horrible I don't think anyone should do that but I always believe that love is forgiven and second
0: chances and I, I I'm not like The fact that they hurt me like if they missed a date or something that's fine like it hurt me but it's fine but like if they cheated it's like it's not the fact that they hurt me it's the fact that they wanted to be with someone else so it's like i will always be thinking Mm. that i'm not good enough for them it's like the doubt that it plants yeah it will be hard
1: it would be if they're not like proud to be with me publicly like you know how a friend and she said that she wanted to take things forward with this guy but she said that the thing was that was holding her back was that he seemed to I don't know he seemed to shy away from her weird bits with her honest bits when she acted impulsively or took risks he always kind of I don't know made her feel bad about them even though they weren't big risks it's like someone holding you back from living life to the fullest someone being too prim and too perfect that would put me off and it's like if i want my partner to talk about me proudly in public and not i don't know hide away bits that he thinks that won't i don't know won't be approved by society
2: yeah i i get it i think i have one for you asia you would not like if the person is racist or homophobic or basically going against one of the firm ideals that you hold
0: yeah I just basically yeah but isn't it
2: one of the aspects of being a soulmate is that you complete each other you fix each other's flaws
0: well no because I like for me I just wouldn't be attracted to someone like that I, mm. I wouldn't if someone's morals were like that skewed like, sure, I would, um, I don't know, maybe try and educate them, <laughs> but, like, you would be. be. Yeah, um, I
2: think you'd be so mad you would just walk out. But it's not always yeah. when you meet someone, you ask, are you a racist? Are you homophobic? Or do you respect women?
0: Oh, yeah, an example, right? So on Love Island, there's this really, like, feminist girl Um and she was getting to know this guy, um, who seemed really nice. Like he was really funny, and he was like kind. Uh, but then they were talking about feminism, and he said something like, "Why do we need feminism? Like women oh are so God, equal; that's... they have more rights than us, even." That's... And she was like, <laughs> "She was so shocked. She she didn't know what to say, and she just, yeah, she it just put it put her off him, and." Yeah. I, I just would never find that ignorance attractive. Like I would correct him and then leave.
2: <laughs> That's funny. But if you correct him, isn't he your perfect soulmate? If you phobic who are racist or who don't believe in feminists, they're not inherently evil. They they were just brought up in a way where somehow they think these ideals are right, which is wrong. They shouldn't do that but it's all of our duty to educate them not hate on them
0: that you don't hate their ideals not them it's just a difference of opinion obviously i know that it's wrong for me to hate them no it's not wrong but i'm just saying i'm just saying like i would never find that attractive like it would just put me off yeah but the, this doesn't
2: like... happen at the point of attraction this happens when you're into a deep and then you recognize what the hell
0: these kind of things they like pop up all the time like in everyday life you hear about it all the time and i know it's it's easy to see like it's just little comments that Mm -hmm. can um that can kind of cue you in to their belief okay this is hypothetical right what if you had no idea until you're into deep
2: perfect person who's like all, always agreeing with your ideals but I'm saying this might not always be the case. People fight
0: have, Okay have. that's if it's one thing like one oh, it's it's hard because it depends if they're worth it or not
2: Exactly I think that's what it all comes up to the balance. Are all the good times worth this? the person who's meant for you who's made for you this one is a very um what can I say cliche um it's curtained by cliche but this just means do you imagine yourself happily being
0: married with one person because that's what this means right um I don't I like my kind of my look, like, this is going off my history of friendship, so it's different, but I've had like different friends for my entire life. So I don't know if that's down to like circumstance or if it's just me and I like I lose people, I don't know, like something like that. So I don't think I would be in a relationship that is very, very long term, like even if I get married. I feel like I'm destined to get divorced just because of my history of of um, relationships in the past with friends (laughs) yeah but it's the same it's the same like um, people so
2: you're kind of thinking that there's an expiry date for your friendship and relationships You don't want to say that because it's still mean, but that's what you think, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah. Okay, what about you, Um. So the question was whether you believe that there's a perfect person for you.
2: A perfect person, a person made for you. Like, a person... Okay. Do you believe that you'll end up happily being married to one person?
1: Yeah. Because I'm... I mean, I think either I'll be I'll end up being happily married or not married at all because I'm incredibly picky, incredibly indecisive and I'll only yeah, go through choice or else it's like down in the drain. But if I think that a soulmate actually exists, then I think the answer is no, because our world is not perfect. So it's such a perfect ideal situation existing in this world, it, it just doesn't fit.
2: Yeah. I was, I actually believe that people are made for each other, but not in the sense that you would think. I think I was made for my parents. I was made for my sister. I was made for my friends. I was made for all of you. So obviously someone is going to be be made for me. Like you guys were made for me. My sister was made for me. So why not a romantic partner who's made for me?
0: That makes sense. thought, isn't it? To think of. So Niv, you think that you'll end up with... Well, if you do meet someone, then you'll end up with them for, like, a long time. Yeah, because Happily. I don't think
2: I would... Like Manasi said, I don't think I would ever go into a relationship if I had the slightest doubt that it's going to fail. I don't do short-term relationship. I, I don't do that. I'm not that person. Mm. Like...
1: I'm for- I am think i like to have a few failures, though, because it'll kind of validate the relationship you're in, knowing that you've had bad experiences.
0: Yeah. I tent as well. Maybe you, just yeah. because
2: maybe like uh is gonna end up with the first person that they love. That's just not gonna happen. It's happened. I mean, maybe there are exceptions. I've never seen it happen and I don't believe in it. But it it could happen. There are exceptions, but I don't think that exception would be me. But
1: I would, I would... I think that makes sense. Like, I, No one's going to go into something thinking that it's not going to last. But whether it does last in the end is a different thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because you never know. Yeah. No, I think I might go into things that I know wouldn't last. Just if I'm like... For fun. Curious. <laughs> yeah, for fun. Yeah. Yeah, and curiosity.
2: See, I would like that. Uh, I would like to be that person, actually. Because okay, so it seems like you have a double of like... Uh, crap pancakes, so you can make the perfect one on your third or fourth try. But I go all in or all out. Mm. Oh God, I'm, I'm I'm being this kind of storyteller in this episode. But in Hinduism, uh, yeah. there's uh there's kind of a belief about soulmates, but not really. Like in Shiva and Pavati they share yeah. they they're part of the same human being. They share a body because they they believe that they're. They want to share the same experiences and they're actually like each other's other half. But... Wait, they share
1: it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like...
2: And then there's also so they're they, they are considered to be soulmates for each other because they understand each other so perfectly
1: that they have blended into one body. I mean, it sounds creepy, but like you know, how I don't know about you, but I've always seen couples like they just begin to look like each other after a time. And I read it up apparently they kind of reciprocate emotions and uh, um, expressions on their faces, and that's why their faces are, like, wrinkled to the same shape.
0: Oh, my God. It's so
1: weird, but I just,
0: like, love that idea that you just become the other person, kind of. We've we've actually seen that, though. Like, our mannerisms are kind of similar because we spend so much time together. Like, you kind of rub off on another person if you're with them for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Like imagine if we spent like the entire
1: life with someone we'll just look like them just yeah. doppelgangers <laughs> yeah i don't think my parents look like each other that's just weird. they do though
0: like i don't know i mean they're I... both tall but they're tall and they met each other <laughs> mm. i think your parents are really different i mean i don't know them but different. um i think i like that like I wouldn't want to be with someone who's really similar to me because I'd want to be surprised like I want to be I don't know like it's interesting if they're not like if they're completely different yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so why I said about um,
2: Shiva and Parvati is that so it says soulmates exist but then it also shows um, an imperfect side so unlike most traditional um, religions they don't necessarily, um, you know how Christianity goes against divorce, they say man leaves, leaves the parents to unite with the wife and be one flesh or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, Krishna and Radha. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're supposed to be soulmates. Uh, they love each other. And there's like so many poets who glorify their love for each other. But they married then, another woman, right? Yeah, Krishna marries a thousand more and Radha yeah. marries another <laughs> person as well. But then uh, they say that uh, in the end, even after uh, Krishna marries a thousand, uh, thousand women and Radha goes and um, marries someone else, they always share a special bond and they'll always be each other's soulmate. That was kind mm-hmm. of interesting because they uh, it, it basically says that you might be with a soulmate, but it doesn't guarantee a relationship you might break up with them, but you don't stop being soulmates. And there's a there's another sad story in the same like Krishna's um life. Uh, you know he married thousand women. I'm not judging. It's his choice, I guess. I mean, not really, but consent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So there's Mira. Do you know um? Manas- sure. Yeah. So Mira was basically in uh, love with Krishna, and she waited so long since she was a young girl until she died she kept praying that Krishna would come to her and waited for her because waited for him because she knew that he was her soulmate and she mm. kept waiting and he never came till the end they never like he
1: Krishna was a bit of a player to be
2: fair I mean he reminds me just like our previous topic how you're brought up uh your religion your culture yeah your kind of influences your belief in uh, relationships or soulmates. I
1: agree. Whether it's like defying what your family has taught you or going along with it, that's also like, it goes both ways.
2: Yeah. So in um, conservative Christian uh, Christian households, I'm not, I'm not saying all Christians, I'm just saying in conservatives, some Christian households, many people stay together in toxic relationships and marriages because they believe that they're married they're wed in the eyes of god and Mm -hmm. their family would disown them if they go like their separate ways and get divorced
0: yeah
2: you keep imagining a perfect person but that's not going to exist
0: i don't imagine a perfect person like i know i think when i think of a perfect person i think like I just know that it's too good to be true so i
1: don't know imagine like a real person but who's all- also the shy of perfect so yeah actually to be fair yeah. I they just, have the yeah. and stuff, but at the end of the day they're as good as anything could be
2: i don't think yeah it's a difficult thing because we always think oh yeah i want this person i want that person but we never stop to think would that person want me
1: i think the minute i think the minute the other person doesn't want me i'm just going to be like bye
0: yeah cuz it just shows that they don't actually like you enough uh for it to work yeah it's a, a sense of self-worth
1: i guess i have a bit of an ego i try to push it down but it's it's there like on the surface if someone doesn't like me i'm not going to beg for them to stay it's like fine bye yeah, but th- that We're this. discussing this topic without having any actual prior experience. Well, that's with
2: anything. That's with any topic. So we talk about racism and support. Um, yeah, yeah and we haven't been through it. Doesn't it's, so it's so cool racist. though.
1: Because we're like, cool. you know how you um, notice babies. People study babies and how they behave in environments that they don't know anything about. Right now, we're like a bunch of babies talking about something we don't know anything about. <laughs> I think there's like sort sort of I don't know innocence in that. Like, yeah, it's scary to think.
2: A decade from now, most of us—I mean, most of us—we could be married.
0: Uh, I don't think mm. so. I mean, for me, I think I think Nev will be married. Yeah, niv will be married. What? what did I do?
2: Why would you want? <laughs>
0: It's always I can I can just see you. Okay, I can Why just see you. Why would I be face. the first one? Yeah, because you're so like because of that because of that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Why me? Why would it be me? That reaction. The people who make. If I told it you, you, you would
2: ask the same thing.
0: No, actually, I would think uh, maybe, sure. So, okay, um, no, yes, you wouldn't. Because exactly that, like you have, I don't know. I I find like that you're a person who would judge other people for getting into things too quickly or like without knowing too much but then I feel like you would do it yourself and then you'd get married really quickly I I think yeah Yeah. it's the people who say that I'm not gonna get married really quickly who do end
1: up doing the same thing Yeah, future Nev play this at Asia's wedding and prove that
2: she got married before me
0: oh my god
2: (laughs) prove that she is wrong (laughs) it's gonna say I mean think that it's just you and the other person but in my case I think my whole family is involved my friends are involved and to be fair my biggest deal breaker is that my friends or family not
1: getting along with that person I agree with that like I was talking to my parents the other day about marriage and stuff and how I was like is it is it between two families though why is it just between two you know individuals and they just asked me to reflect on our entire I don't know family dynamic like my aunt and how she treats me like her own daughter and all those things and I just realized that it is between two families you can't just ignore yeah the people involved
2: you know your ideals have- as well because if you think about it you might think I want to be a lone wolf but your mm. parents they're gonna start worrying they'd be like why is my
1: daughter all by herself why can't you no, find I've a person? Huh? I've told them already. Like, I've warned them in, in advance for a long time. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm only going to get married if I find someone. Because I'm not going to get married for get... because of the sake of getting married. Like, yeah. I'm just telling you right now. So you're not surprised in the future. But they think it's just a phase. Which is another thing. But,
2: yeah. Okay, first of all, it could be just a phase. Because right now, you don't have... Uh, the need for company but then when you're 40 or when you're like pushing 30s you'd you'd want comfort you all your friends will be getting married and you'd want to hang out with them and they'd be like no i have to take care of my family then you would crave a family of your own that, that's why
1: I'll, I'll take buy a house get a few single friends like me and buy a couple of cats like i'll be that person mm. marcy it's
2: I'm well good <laughs> saying that now when you don't have your friends in a relationship having a family and it's a completely different thing saying that in the future and your parents you might want them now but it doesn't necessarily prepare them for what's to come you know your parents are going to die one day doesn't mean you would be prepared when the day comes
1: yeah i guess i just put hmm, what about the people who don't get married like whose households the marriage isn't such a i don't know I I mean, I'm just generalizing this, obviously. I know, I know. But like, what about them? How do they keep themselves happy when they don't get married? I mean, I'm sure they find other means of happiness
2: than from a relationship. But I'm just saying, when you have a problem, when you're happy, you can find happiness from anywhere. But when you're sad, you need someone by your side. Someone who can understand you. It can't be your kids. It can't necessarily
1: be your parents because of the age gap. In situations that concern me the most, I put my own comfort in in above other people, even though they might be stressed about me not finding someone.
0: That's not going to pressure me into marrying someone. Do you know what I mean? So what would make you marry? Like, would you have to think that they're your soulmate for you to marry them? No, if I meet someone who I genuinely like, and if
1: I know in my gut that, okay, let's take this forward. And it'll just fall in place i'm just saying that i'm not going to be the person who's going to be stressed out actually i might be yeah i don't know what i'm saying
2: and you might think (laughs) oh in situations like this i want to put my own comfort first and you might actually but you would feel pressured because your parents unhappiness would be like a problem for you i don't
1: think they'll be that unhappy though like my mom knows me yeah, she but knows this is
2: very hypothetical any parent if I was a parent I would be sad that my child is all by herself
1: I'd be proud I'd be like you go girl you doing this all by yourself not yes. needing something to depend there's on some,
2: something about being proud of your kid being independent but there's another thing thinking I'm not going to be here for my child who's going to stand with her when I'm gone because all of us need someone i mean not not just a uh, spouse anyone a parent a friend a sibling and all these people friends siblings parents they're not gonna be there forever with you but this one spouse who you marry or who you're in a relationship with they potentially
1: would i think a part of me even the marriage seems like a great idea it it seems restricting at the end of the day
0: like you know how women say that after friends like yeah. if you have lots of friends you like might not feel the need yeah. to
1: like i come to you guys whenever i'm stressed out about something and you like always calm yeah, me down but
0: mercy when
2: you come to me or asia about stressful things it's about stuff we all face together about exams about university applications
1: hmm say other things and it's just a drastic life change that you can't take back it's just too set in stone whether it's marriage or having kids yeah but Mm -hmm. i'm just saying things
2: but it is terrifying to think that you have to go through something alone even if it's old age say you're like 45 happy marriage it's terrifying to think that you have to live the last part of your life alone like this person wouldn't be there. I can't rely on. Is this on them. like
1: idea of marriage? It's maybe it's a phase, but it's just. No, it doesn't I have to like... be marriage. It can be a long relation,
2: like long-lasting relationship, or it can be any relationship. Yeah. It can be a short relationship. Anything which makes you feel less alone.
0: Hmm.
2: We're all alone in this world. No one else is gonna have the experiences you do when you're at the brink, when the peak of problems. No one else else is gonna help you but yourself. But yeah. you would like to think, when you look back, that you they would be, like, catching
1: up to you, trying to support you. Yeah. Okay, maybe this is a bit off topic, but do you guys think that marriage these days has more negative connotations than positive?
0: No, I don't agree with that. I think marriage in the olden days was, like, le- like, had worse connotations because it was, like, know people got forced marriage well I know that still happens but nowadays people marry to like express how they're feeling other than stability or it it could still I'm just saying like it happens for better reasons in my opinion than it did Mm. well yeah it might be better reasons but marriage in the olden days is considered
2: a privilege something in a positive light because even if you imagine books like Pride and Prejudice the very first line of Pride and Prejudice is that a man who's wealthy is always and who's settled is always in search of a, a wife
1: like
2: is that a good thing? I mean so yeah so marriage yeah it might be forced but it was seen in a positive light so in Pride and Prejudice the mother's only goal was to marry off all the do- uh, daughters that she had and she used to tell uh, all the neighbours all the people that she's friends with saying oh all my mar- uh, all my daughters are married off and they're happy and marriage is considered something that everyone must go through a rite of passage a
0: happy yeah and that's why it has it has bad connotations because it's something that if you don't have then you're considered a failure. Exactly. So yeah. isn't that a good thing? I mean,
2: isn't marriage considered a good thing so that if people don't have it, it's bad?
1: No, but when you're in it it's more than bad. It's like someone else deciding your fate for you. Yeah, but you don't know even if you're in a bad marriage, you think, Um at
2: least I'm married. I'm not like some sad person who's all by some yeah, sister. So isn't that bad? Yeah, but the it wasn't the question the ideas of like marriage what well, is it in um, a positive light or a negative light so obviously marriage the idea of marriage is in a positive light because people think marriage is a good thing
0: hmm.
2: and now it's probably slightly in a negative light because
0: yeah. people
2: have the option they don't think marriage is something you have i mean they probably do but it's less than before people don't think you have to have a marriage to have a happy life
1: yeah i get what you're saying that's what I think in a way because you know whenever you like I don't know think of the ideal person I never think of being married to them I always think of being in a happy relationship with someone but not married because that's too much permanent that's too permanent Yeah I mean that's that's good for you you don't have to ever get married you just need you don't need you just need good company you don't need to get married like i i oh sorry for the noise um i prefer my own company more like yeah i don't, think... I, don't
2: I don't think that's true you play you didn't answer your call because you are playing cards with your family you're that kind of person
1: that's because they yeah. make me they guilt me into thinking that oh you're gonna go away in like two months so what if what if someone guilts you into marrying them could happen because i won't care about them that much it's like family and, like, people you've been friends with for a long time is one thing.
0: Like, you don't want them to go Yeah, obviously, away. I'm not talking about someone who you met off the street. I'm talking <laughs> about, like, someone you've been with. I, th- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think
2: so in your opinion, will kind of bring the podcast to the end by, on a happy note, mm. <laughs> articulate properly should be able to write properly, should know the difference between there, there, and there and your, and your.
0: (laughs) Hmm. There isn't one person that I imagine, like, I just want someone who I can be with and I don't get bored with them. I think they should have a
2: way with words. (laughs) <laughs> um what are you talking about soulmates so so manasi doesn't believe in soulmates asia doesn't believe in
0: soulmates do, do any of us believe in soulmates i do a bit a bit yeah i thought manasi did believe in soulmates yeah i, I kind of do i kind of don't
1: It's it's a very it's a very gray area i think there's no yes or no answer to it it's like
0: okay so what is the def what is your definition of a soulmate like what would you um what would it be to you uh i agreed with what you said the you know the completing bit can you say it again someone who um completes you it's someone who allows you to complete yourself yeah i I agree with that i think that's what a soulmate should be like who wouldn't that be
2: like? Sorry, um, I don't think that any of us would actually ever, ever feel complete. We might feel content, but not complete, because we always have the next thing that we're after. We're always looking forward to the next thing, wanting the next thing, wanting more. We're never ever complete. If you think about it,
0: so when I, I was, what it means to complete you is that they like they let you be yourself throughout your journey. So it's not yeah. just like one thing. It's like when you say completes you, it's like loads of different things. So it's like whoever, I don't know, stood by you by all um, and went through all of that with you and they like kind of made you a better person through that process. Yeah, yeah but, like but that being... person,
2: I don't, I don't think I'm lacking something in that aspect because I have so many people that I'm so happy that they're in my life, that who have supported me, that I'm not looking for one
1: more. Can you be completely yourself, though? Like, completely, completely yourself. There's nothing you hold back. But There's no reactions that you hold back or for the from the fear of... Part, like, a part where
2: I'm not telling every single thought in my head to the people who are around me. But not... Even if I am with someone who's considered my soulmate, I'm. I'm not gonna tell my all my thoughts to that person. I'm not gonna be fully myself with them
1: as I am with myself. No, I agree with that. But as fully as you can
0: be with another person, that's that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I they
2: like... already exist.
0: Mm. For me, my family, like, I wouldn't be my complete. I wouldn't. I'm a different person with them than I am with you guys, and I would hold things back from all of you so it's like same but I would hold different things back
1: yeah. so I think I hold less things yeah. another person would I think like how you know how you said what kind of trait you would want I guess a bit non-judgmental accepting to fully accepting I know that's mm. hard to find but I, I want to imagine a perfect soulmate But I just want life to surprise me, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, we all want to be swept off our feet,
0: don't we? Yeah,
1: and I've done this before. Like, when I imagine a perfect person in my head, I'm just scared that every single person that comes along, I'm going to be comparing that person with the ideal person in my head.
2: Yeah, I do that. But I don't do it with an imaginary person. But then I kind of weigh people in my head
1: yeah i think the imaginary person is based on a person that i've known in my life but i'm not in touch with that much
0: i think whenever you like find flaws in people you're gonna think oh i wish like not i wish but um what if uh, yeah like what if they were this instead of that and i think it's the people that you think thought the least with the people he likes the most.
1: Yeah. And I think, I don't know about you guys, but those thoughts go away. Not go away, but they get less and less as much as you get to know the person. Like with you guys, I don't really think that anymore. I honestly, like, because I know you completely. There isn't what I don't question who you are because I kind of know yeah, you.
2: I don't do it. Yeah. I stopped doing it when I realized that i have different friends who have different qualities who represent different things to me so i need asia to go place one
1: with another do you know what i mean thoughts we're having about soulmates like how you said you changed since you like you stopped doing that all these beliefs that we have right now all these habits of checklisting for soulmates it's all going to change even in the next year yeah do
2: soulmates exist I think they do, because all the people that I love will be mated to my soul in some way. (laughs) That's so cute. (laughs) Like I said, I am made for all these people and they're made for me. It's not necessarily just for a spouse. Yeah,
1: but someone like, you know how I went to Cambridge? Mm-hmm. This is a very random example, right? And I don't think, I, I don't even know if I like the person as a human being, but I met this person, right? Mm-hmm. I told you about this. And I've, I talked a lot uh during lunch with him, and then we went on this walk, and he showed me like the secret places in, I don't know, the Ooh. different stuff. And it's like at the end, So, he was from Christ College, and we walked back to Christ College, he dropped me off in the library, and before my interview, he was like, good luck, and that whole experience just made me realize, like, I'm never gonna meet this person again in my life, I don't even know his name, but it's like, it's an experience, which was not magical, but it's like, in my mind, like, calm experience, it calmed me down that day for my interview, and it's like these little people that you meet along the way, you're not necessarily going to build relationships with them, whether it's friendship or romantic, but they're like marking your life and you'll never know if they're your soulmates. Wow. I think we should end it on that
2: note because I agree with that. Okay. Thanks for listening. You can follow us at Reasoning with Prejudice on Instagram. You can listen to us via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Red Circle, and Radio Public. Tune in for the next episode, which is on What's Thanos Right? For all the Marvel fans out there, and for the others, I guess we'll just have to explain. You've been listening to Reasoning with Prejudice with Niv.
0: And Asia. And Madison.
2: I just heard her all go, rap!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said, that's a rap! a rap! <laughs>